Good morning, everyone. Isn't this just nice, getting together like this at the beginning of the Christmas season? I'm so thankful that our meeting for this month was right now at the beginning of December because I know as the weeks go by, um, there are so many things we have to look forward to, um, but so many things that keep us busy. How many of you, let me just ask, how many of you this month will be attending, um, watching your children in some type of Christmas program or concert or recital or play? Let me see a show of hands. Yeah, a lot of you. That is so fun. And those make such sweet memories that I know, um, you know, the days go by fast when your kids are little, and I know you just want to hold on to those times. But let me tell you that even even when your kids get older, I have a son who's in college and a daughter who is out of college now, and still, anytime I have the opportunity to hear them or see them do do their thing, I just love it. Um, so those days will continue on. And I'll take it even a step further. As I am up here in front of you all this morning, getting ready to share some thoughts with you, my mom is here today. So mom, mom, raise your hand. There's my mom right there. Um, My mom, Margie Metzger, um, is actually, she's enjoying her second year in retirement. She was a teacher for many years here in Fort Lauderdale. Um, Mom taught for about 44 years. Um, 41 of them were at Westminster Academy, um, just down the road, and most of those years she taught pre-K-4. So, you know, if any of you have any, like, preschool questions, want any kind of advice, she's, she's an expert on it. Um, but seriously, if you have a chance at the end of our time together, just introduce yourselves and um, say, hi to, say hi to my mom. Um, let me, um, just as we're getting started, let me just pray for us as we, as we um, enter into this last segment of our morning. Father God, we thank you for this special day that you've blessed us with. Lord, I pray now that my words and our thoughts would be pleasing to you. We give this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, When I was in college, one of my education professors told this story. He was visiting a school in a classroom of elementary students, and the the children were asked to draw some type of Christmas picture. So as the children were working on their pictures, my professor just kind of, you know, walked around the classroom, stopping at different desks, interacting with the children, um, looking at the different pictures that they were drawing. And he noticed one little boy was drawing a really nice Christmas picture of a nativity scene. So he stopped at this little boy's desk and said, what a nice picture. Um, I see here you've drawn Mary and Joseph and here's baby Jesus. And, oh, I noticed you put an angel in the sky, some shepherds over here. And I see you even added the three wise men here. And then my professor noticed that there was one other little character kind of standing over to the side in the picture, this little kind of chubby, round guy. And he said to the little boy, he said, and and who is this over here? And the little boy said, oh, that's Round John Virgin. (laughs) You all know from the song, Round John Virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild. Isn't that cute? 
cute, cute story. Um, you know, it is, whoops, um, it is funny when you hear the words to something and you hear it incorrectly, but it kind of makes sense, kind of like round John Virgin. And so that's the way that you learn it. Um, well, I have an example of that from my daughter, Melinda, when she was little. Melinda now is actually a teacher. She's a preschool teacher following in her grandma's footsteps. Um, she's a preschool teacher here at Bethany Christian School. And when my kids were little, we oftentimes listened to worship music in the car. So um, I'm going to play, we're going to play for you just a little clip of one of our favorite praise songs from when my kids were little, um, Shout to the Lord. Okay, let's pause it. Let's pause it right there. The last line that was just in that praise song, well, first let me start out by saying, wasn't that kind of retro looking? I thought that song came out in 1993, which was the year that my daughter Melinda was born. So, you know, as a mom, that feels like that was just like yesterday. But when I looked at that video, I was like, wow, that, that's kind of old-fashioned looking. Um, anyway, that song was popular for several years. Like I said, it came out when my daughter was born, but it was one of her favorites. And so probably when she was about four or five years old, we realized that the the last line that we just had up there that said, I sing for joy at the work of your hands, Melinda thought that this, that line went, Popsicle joy is the work of your hands. Popsicle joy is the work of your hands. But, you know, it kind of made sense to her. Like, Melinda loved popsicles. Like, of course, if you anyone happened to get a popsicle, like, of course that would offer that person abundant joy and happiness. So when she was singing that song, you all, like, she wasn't just singing about joy. She was singing about popsicle joy. Like, amazing, abundant, overflowing joy that could come because of what God does at the work of his hands. Um. So, and that, that's the kind of joy that I want to talk to you all about today. Um, but before we do that, um, I have, I want to give someone in here a little gift. Earlier, I asked Margaret to help me out. And what she did was, um, if you all want to reach under your seats, there's a little present bow like this. I don't know where it is. I didn't hide it. Under one of the seats, everyone check who has the bow. Yay, Cindy, Cindy, come on up, come on up, come on up. Um, I have a little, a little present for you. I have this cute little soap that's in the shape of a popsicle. Um, so this is so cute. And I'll just say, these soaps, this was made by Sarah, by Sarah Sherman, our very own Sarah. And just as Sandy mentioned earlier, next week at Bethany is the Christmas Boutique. It's next Wednesday from 8 to 4, I think. Um, and Sarah's going to have a booth there. And she has the cutest soaps. They smell wonderful. They're, they're just great. So anyway, here's a little popsicle joy for you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, this morning in our, next, in our next few minutes together, I want to take a look at a familiar Bible verse. John 3.16. I think we have that to put up on the screen. 
for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. I'd like for us to consider this morning how this familiar verse contains good news of great joy from the past, for us now, and for the future. Okay, so let's take a look at the beginning part of this verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That is the good news of great joy. As Sarah was mentioning earlier from Luke 2, actually that comes from verses 10 and 11, um, when the angel said, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The angel said that the birth of the Savior was the good news of great joy for all the people. Why was that? Like, who, who actually needed a Savior? All the people? Yep. All the people. We're told in the Bible in Matthew 5.48 that we are to be perfect just as our Heavenly Father is perfect. But Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So here's what God did the first Christmas. The reason that we celebrate. The reason for our joy. He sent his son Jesus, who was fully God but humbled himself and took on human form, being born in a very not fancy, very uncomfortable setting. Jesus lived a perfect life and was crucified on a cross, paying the price for our sin, a price that we couldn't pay because of our imperfection. And then three days later, he rose from the dead, defeating death, and sin. And because of that, because of what happened then, that offers us good news of great joy today. Let's look again at our verse um, as it continues. So we started, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Then the next part, that whosoever believes in him should not perish. That's talking about today, right now. God's calling us to believe him, to put our faith in him, trusting him as our Lord and Savior. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 explains this perfectly. It says, For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God not as a result of works, so that no one can boast. We are saved not because of anything good that we have done, but only because of God's gift of grace to us. And the verse makes it clear by saying that no one can boast about their salvation because it's not based on any good works that we do but instead because of what Jesus did for us. Again, and Didi mentioned this verse in John 10.10, Jesus says that he came that we might have life 
and have it abundantly. And you know, from the time that we put our trust in God, he's at work in our lives, renewing us with his Holy Spirit. Joy, as we're talking about today, is one of the fruits of the Spirit that is developed in us as God's Spirit works in us. Nehemiah 8.10 says, I love this. It says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It lets us know that we can experience the joy of the Lord. And it also lets us know there are going to be times in life where we need strength. There are going to be times in our life that are really tough, when it's hard to even imagine being joyful. But as we've talked about today, being joyful is not necessarily dependent upon being happy. And it reminds me, it kind of brings us back to um, the video clip that Sarah showed us at the beginning of this morning from The Grinch. It reminds me of the Who's down in Whoville, who on Christmas morning um, were actually joyful. The story doesn't really lead us to believe that they were actually happy that all of their Christmas gifts and Christmas decorations and Christmas foods had all been stolen, but they still gathered together on Christmas morning joyful because they understood a deeper meaning of Christmas. And here's one thing that really stood out to me. Because of the Grinch witnessing what was happening, it says that his heart grew three sizes that day. As God is working in our lives, he also works through our lives to point others to him. And I think that's kind of in a little bit of an example of what happened um, when the Grinch witnessed what was happening with the Who's. It changed his heart. When we walk through difficult, difficult situations, it can be quite a witness for others to see that we can still have joy in the Lord, trusting that he is good even when times are hard. And as we look at the last few words of John 3.16, we are told that those who put their trust in Jesus will have eternal life. And as we look to our future, like our forever future, that is good news of great joy. Because no matter what you're going through right now, for those who have accepted Jesus to be their Lord and Savior, you know that the best is yet to come. And even if you're going through like a great time of life right now, you might think, I wouldn't change a thing. As Christians, though, you can know that still best is yet to come. Eternal life with God. Some of you might be feeling urged by God this morning that this is the day. That this is the day that you accept his free gift of eternal life. You may be ready to pray, telling God that you're a sinner. You know that you're a sinner and that you know that you can't save yourself and that you accept his free gift of eternal life that was paid for by Jesus' sacrifice. And that you're ready to give your life to him, trusting him for your salvation. If you'd like to talk to someone about that this morning, or if you would like someone to pray with you about that, um, at the end of our time together this morning, we're going to have some people back, sort of in the side room, over in the back of the room like we usually do, and Um, We'd be happy to talk with you, spend some time with you, to pray with you. 
And some of you, maybe what we've talked about today has been a reminder to you of the joy that you can experience because of what God has done for you. It can be so easy sometimes, just with all of the noise in our lives, to forget about that. To lose sight of all that God has done for us and the joy that that can bring to our every single day. I love the verse in the Psalms that says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation. It's saying, help me, Lord, to remember the wonderful things that you have done and the joy that that can bring me. And so to all of you, like this Christmas season and this very day, I wish you all joy. Popsicle joy. Um, Joy, abundant joy, overflowing as you remember what God did for us the very first Christmas when he sent his son Jesus to be our Savior. Joy because of what God is doing in our lives today. And joy as you anticipate the future, eternal life with him for those who believe. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Merry Christmas.